I can't take all this toe talk and this drinking at the same time. It just doesn't gel. Sake. Well, let's just jump into it then. We won't give any context to why we're talking about toes. But we're, we're in the show now, so it's too late. How are you, Chloe? Oh, just great. It's Wednesday night. We're up late and we're going to talk about movies. And welcome to everybody that is watching and listening. Uh, we really appreciate your eyeballs and your ear holes. And prior to coming onto the mic here, I had a nice hot cup of coffee. It was beautiful and delicious. And then I get like 10 seconds before we're ready to record, I get a Snapchat <laughs> from Chloe and she's on the piss on a Wednesday night. And so, you know what? I, I went and got some alcohol too, so I'm going to match ya. Cheers. Ooh. Big ears. Cheers. Awesome. I'll tell you what, this stuff goes down way too easy. It does. Way and I, too uh, easy. I'm sinking way more grog than I thought I was because I really went hard. So Skull, 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 skull. And I'll be, I'll be out of the show within five <laughs> minutes if I do that. We're in for a good one, folks. At least I've got, a, a good I've got a black coffee chaser here if I need it. <laughs> so... Nice. Oh, anyway, nice. so down to business. Um, where can we listen to Wednesday Up Late? Newsly. So go to newsly.me, download the app. It is a super app that gives you all the podcasts that you possibly want. And let's face it, we know that you like other podcasts, so it's okay. You can you can listen to them. We don't mind. Um, but they also as long as you come back. They also have news. That's the big thing about Newsly. They have news from all around the world, from over eighty different countries. The highest trending articles. They put it into your phone and they read the articles back to you which is, you know, very useful for when you can't read for whatever reason. You might be incapacitated. You might be driving. I don't know. You might just Newsly, not be able to read. Newsly does have you covered, and they have a special code for all of you Wednesday Up Late lovers. It is, the code is Wednesday Up Late. So you go to newsly.me, download it, enter that code, and you get a month of premium service for free. For free. Oh, yeah. Love free stuff. Love it. Thanks, Newsly. Yes. On with yes. the show. I watched a movie oh my god news this of the past week, week. Ding, 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 we all know this is big news guys and um this came from about 45 minutes of scrolling because i just could not land on something that i wanted to watch wow. i was just in one of those moods where i wanted to watch something but i had no idea what i felt like scroll 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 what do you think i ended up on why well, no <laughs> I know you know, but knowing me, this is completely out of the blue. Just to just to put our listeners at rest, I ended up landing on BMX Bandits. Yeah, y'all. No, I mean, obviously, fantastic choice. I was thrilled to know that you were watching BMX Bandits, but I did wonder how you came to that conclusion, how you decided that BMX Bandits was the, <laughs> the choice pick of the night. I mean, I'd heard you talk about it, or I'd heard Ben mm, talk about yeah. it. I heard people talk about it. It flicked up on there, and I thought, okay. In my old this office is- where we used to record the show, I'd have a BMX Bandits poster behind me, so you probably saw it when we are doing the early days of this video. Could be. Yeah, it could be. But the- here's the thing, right? I, I mean, you know me, and I'm getting better with this. I don't do well with, like, really thick Australian accents yep. on TV. It it does something to me. I am getting better, though. Yep. I started watching it. I had no idea what it was about, who was in it. <laughs> nothing. Absolutely nothing. So you didn't know it was Aussie? No. I knew nothing <laughs> about it. Perfect. Started watching it. I was like, oh, this is a little bit cringe. And then... Friggin' Nicole Kidman pops up on my screen. I'm like, okay, this is the right yeah, choice. Yeah, with her carrot fro. Yes. Yep. And she is really good in it. She's I great. really, really liked it. She's um, one of the boys. 
she is, which is what I love about it so much. She's mm. such a feminine person that I loved her yeah. getting a little tomboyish. Yeah. And I have to say, and I know we've had a discussion about this, but I have to say the villains, <laughs> yes. the villain duo in this movie is probably mm. my favourite villain duo I have seen in a goddamn long yeah. time. Well, you know, for I'm, I'm guessing most people that are listening or watching know the movie, and one of those villains is David Argue, a legend of Australian cinema, and he um he does another similar role in Razorback, which is a great Aussie mm-hmm. creature feature, and he plays like a very similar. He plays like a hick from the country, but he's you know he I think he works at the abattoir or something like that. But they're very villainous. It's like a duo, they're like a Laurel and Hardy kind of horror duo. Very similar performance to Ben mm. Bandits, and that guy loved it for the longest time. That guy was a hero of mine. He was in Gallipoli, and he was in. Um, Hercules returns so many things. Um, yeah, but I'm glad that that resonated with you because the, the scene with him on the the tip of the speedboat doing his little <laughs> yeah. dance and shit, <laughs> it's great. I just loved him. I thought they had such a like Three Stooges, yeah. Laurel and Hardy yeah. type of villainous character about them, and I just I was giggling like a little bloody schoolgirl, and it was so much fun. So I really, really you are it. really you like you really actually physically starting to step into the Good Movie Monday world now because like that mm-hmm. was directed by Brian Trenchard Smith. He's a friend of the show. He's been on the show. He's a lovely guy, and he's made a lot of movies. So you start you're getting into this little network that you know, we talk about all the time and that's exciting to me um nicole kibben after that one went and made a movie called wind rider with tom mm-hmm. burlington and that's pretty good too so nice. nice awesome well that's made monday yeah it's a good one should we play a game shell that we shall we got a new one <laughs> we do have a new one and this one i believe is hang on, what one are we playing if i got them in the right order i believe so Name the movie? Yeah. Um, we've done it before. It's not that new. But we've changed it. We've changed it up. It's going to be fun. I don't know how well I adhered to the new rule, but um, what was the new rule? Just remind me. So basically we're going to guess the movie that the other person is talking about, but we're going to describe a moment within the movie Okay. Um, mm. to try and guess what the movie is. Now, I'm feeling a little unhinged, so I this is going to be really interesting. Yeah. I've I, not scripted anything. I've just written one tiny little thing and I'm just going to go off script. Okay. Well, that will be interesting because I've kind of, I'm looking at it now and I've more or less summed up the plot. But um, anyway, let's just do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't drinking when I prepped. <laughs> oh, goodness me. All right. Do you want me to go first or do you yes, want to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Okay. So here we go. Name this movie. Three professors go into business against all odds and become local heroes. Oh, like Ghostbusters? Yeah, that's right. Fucking hell. <laughs> I've made it too smart. easy, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I thought that was tricky. So shut up, you. <laughs> so I've gone a little bit of a different direction and I've I'm gonna describe a moment within the yep. movie and see all if right. you can guess what this movie It's gonna stump me. Okay, so in this moment in the movie, there's, like, this guy. And this guy and, like, all these other people are, like, kind of running around in this really dark sort of dank place. Um, and they're, like, running for their life. They are. And then this really old guy with, like, this long, like, flowing hair. And he's got, like, this giant stick yeah. that he's waving around. Of course around. you're going to talk about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> like, because you've only got four films in your fucking repertoire. I've got BMX bandits now, five. Glenn. Okay. Five. 
All right. All right. So let me just preempt your next one, the Terry Potter. Uh, then we've got Stand By Me, and then we've got, oh, I don't know, Goonies? You don't know me. Okay, excellent. Anyway, what's the moment? <laughs> I don't know the moments in these movies. It's it's definitely in the fucking the dwarf tunnels or whatever they're called, the caves when they're going across the you shall not pass and all that kind of shit. That's Run, you fools! It makes me tear up every time. He comes back. Spoiler right. alert. Jesus. <laughs> whatever. all right go on what's your next one okay seeing if i can reword this to make it trickier all right a middle-aged man has blanked out his entire childhood and he's reawakened to discover magical secrets about his past whoa weekend at bernie's (laughs) Uh... (laughs) i don't think he wakes up (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) Well, he does in part um, two as a voodoo curse. Big? Nope. He um, was a child the whole time. That's true. So this is a, a middle-aged man has blanked out his entire childhood and he's reawakened to discover a magical secret about his past. Ooh. It's almost like he was in denial of that magical secret. Oh, like Hook. Yes. Oh, I love that movie. There you go. I'm glad. I'm going to give that full points to you because you didn't really take much prompting to get there. Not a lot. Not a lot. Took me a minute. (laughs) All right. So in this next moment of this next movie, Mm -hmm. it's really weird. So like there's this woman and she's trying to tell this other woman something, but she's not really listening to her. Um, And she's like, come on, you got to listen to me. But anyway, the moment passes and she's feeling really lonely. So she goes into her like beautiful studio apartment that she's just moved into and she's doing her artwork. And then all of a sudden she feels like this presence while she's oh. like doing her artwork. Yeah. And like, ghost. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't understand the first part. You didn't have notes. So, so Whoopi you... Goldberg is like yeah. a woman who is, like being talked to by Patrick Swayze, and yep. she's trying to convince Demi Moore that he like can talk oh, to her. Oh, okay, see her. that's the scene you went to. Then, how did you skip to the art? Well, I was trying to give you a little bit of backstory. Oh, right. <laughs> that was, so that wasn't a moment in the film. You were stitching together. Well, I was talking different... about the pottery part, but you know, I was trying to give you a little backstory at the same time. <laughs> oh shit! Being thorough. <laughs> that's a great movie. Haven't watched it in a while. It is a great movie and one of my favourite songs of all time, too. Oh, yeah, mine too. I, Henry VIII, I am, Henry VIII, I am, I am. Yes, that is exactly the song <laughs> I was talking about, too. Alrighty. So, um, alrighty. So, two best friends and their friends are given a shot at the big time, only to discover the crooked, cutthroat corporate world for what it really is. Hmm. Benchwarmers? Nope. Two Is best it a friends. Movie? Nope. Two best oh. friends and their friends, hangers, hangers on us, are given a shot at the big time. And um, they take that shot, but they discover once they're there that the corporate world's not all it cracked up to be and full of basketball sponsorships and things like that that they don't agree to. Basketball? No. It's very musical, dri- musically driven. Um, they they sort of, it's like a rags to riches almost, like as if it's, they're going from the basement to the corporate, like 
Mm. Giving you like a very big clue there. From the basement. Oh, you mean Wayne's World? Yeah. Oh, see, I was going down a whole other different path. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't want to say television because like. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah, that makes sense. But the way you described it did sound a lot like basketball too. So that would have been a good one. It did a little bit. That's a good one. The chick right, that knows how so... to suck the chrome off a tail- tailgate. That's hilarious. What? Never mind. That's a basketball thing. Oh, I haven't seen it in a long time. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So. Yep. This guy was like severely traumatized in his child. I'm giving you some backstory. All right. Just for <laughs> clarification. Oh, no, so I'm, I'm, guy... on the, I'm on the Chloe page now. So just go okay. be- right. pin, pinball whichever way you want. I don't care. Just I'm going to throw all around the place. So this guy was like severely traumatized as a child. He watched his dad like die and stuff. Um, And then like the guy that killed his dad was like really, really horrible to like Batman. his physical being. Anyway, he spent his whole life trying to find this guy. And then when he finally meets him, they like get head on in like this epic battle. And he says like this iconic line while he like drives his sword into him. Yeah, I should fucking know that one, shouldn't I? Yeah. Drives his sword into him. Oh, is it another Lord of the Rings? Is it the he Hobbit? like <laughs> repeats this over and over and over again. So he never forgets his name. Never forgets what he did and never forgets what he's going to do. I don't know. I'm really, I'm drawing a blank. I know it's an oh. obvious one. I know it's an obvious my one. My name is Inigo Montoya. <laughs> you killed my father. Prepare to die. That was a terrible clue. Was it? <laughs> That's my deflection for not answering it. <laughs> Just be passive aggressive, Glenn. Mm, mm-hmm. I love that comedy movie so much. Um, <laughs> it makes me laugh. Excellent. At least you admit it. All right. All so, the time. One man influences the entire world and the course of history simply by being himself. Mm. Groundhog Day? Nope. So this, this man history. influences the world and in... As a consequence, history, moving forward, he alters history, sort of. Is that that Beatles movie? Nope. Yesterday? Nope. So I think you're going down the wrong avenue simply because of the history part of it. So let's just say one man influences the entire world with his interactions at historical moments. Bill and Ted? (laughs) I'm on. Um, Seat's taken. Seat's taken. Oh, Forrest Gump. Yes. You know, for a person who says they don't, like, particularly rate that movie all that much, you bring it up a lot. When have (laughs) I ever said I don't rate it? Is that you or am I thinking of someone else? Certainly not me. I rate it. Okay. Okay. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. (laughs) I reckon. I always had you Jesus. in my brain of not rating that movie that much. Every like, I think I may have done this to you at the cinemas. Every time I have a chalk top in my hand, I'm always saying, <laughs> Lieutenant Dane, ice cream, <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> Every time. I'm going to do that from now on. <laughs> I got some ice cream. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. <laughs> that was my okay. last one. All right. So this chick, 
she hit her head pretty hard, all right? And she's just, like, floating in her subconscious. Um, Things go a little bit black and white. Things go a little bit colour. But when she opens that door, it's all perfectly yeah. clear. Wizard of Oz. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, glad I got there because you tricked me before with the black and white shit and it was Pleasantville last time. And I'm like, that's not Pleasantville. She doesn't hit her head. What? No, no, I wasn't going to get you with Pleasantville again. Come on. I know, but that's where my brain went. It's like, oh, oh. she's doing it. She's doing a double up on me here. I'm playing subconscious little tricky. Mm, that's right. You know, it depends on what kind of television you had when you were a kid. Like that movie was black and white all the way through. <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> wasn't that magical at all. <laughs> well, it wouldn't play on television, would it? It would only play at the cinemas. Of course it played on television. That's how I grew up with it. I mean, like back then. Yeah, I mean, first came in out. Australia, colour televisions really didn't take off till the 70s, and they were definitely playing reruns of classic movies. Really? There you go. Yeah. Mm. I wasn't born then, so I just didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did used to go to my aunt's house, and she used to want one of those televisions that you have to warm up, so you'd click it on, and then you'd have to wait half an hour yep. for it to warm up and see the picture. Yeah, awesome. That was really frustrating as a millennial child who was used to things very quickly. It was actually midgets inside, and they're fucking just pulling all the cranks and movies <laughs> and all this shit. Getting the blow dryers and hitting yeah. it all speaking of Yeah, um, speaking of midgets, the Wonka trailer, second Wonka trailer dropped last week. Mm. Did you see that? I saw it, but I haven't seen it, if you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, it really is not selling the movie at all. <laughs> like it's, God. I just, I have no expectations of this one whatsoever. It just looks like it. That's disappointing. It had real potential. It really did. Like, I mean, it, it obviously doesn't have to be made, but if you are going to do a, a prequel story, an origin story to Wonka, emulate what has been done before, like that worked, right? The it Jeep has to link. Right? So in this... There's a moment where he you see him in his chocolate factory, right? And it's a colourful, rivery, you know, fucking chocolate factory, but it doesn't even resemble the one from mm. Willy Wonka back in you know the seventies. I'm like, you had one job, like that's the easiest set to recreate. Really is. There's blueprints for it for fuck's sake. There's lots of you know ways you can emulate that. But anyway. And how much fun would it be to be on a set that is recreated of the original set of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate because Factory? Because they've made they've made him what in, an opportunity they've given Timothy Chalamet the same costume, right? So yeah. they they can't say, oh no, this is we're we're basing this on the book because they've used his image as the iconic yeah. movie image. Anyway, really shits me. Mm. I don't know. It just I mean, the only thing it's got going for it is it's the director of Paddington and he made two incredible films. Paddington one and two were phenomenal. Yeah. And um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I mean I'll see. There it, may but... still be hope yet. You don't know. It Wait till you too, see. That looks too fanciful. If if that okay. if that's possible. Like it's trying a bit too hard. Yeah, too many like big musical numbers in the streets with fucking everyone throwing umbrellas and shit in the air. And it's like that like that didn't happen. Because the yeah. magic the magic is sort of Anyway. That's ordinary yeah. out there, yeah. and that's magical in there. Which I there guess separation between maybe the it's two. maybe the concept is wherever Wonka goes, there's magic surrounding him. But even still, anyway, let's move on. I'm going to get angry, <laughs> okay. and I don't want to get angry. And I've nearly finished my drink, which means I am going to be pissed by the end of this because like, I put about that let's much go. whiskey in there, and so I'm feeling it. My face is burning right now. <laughs> Well, that leads us into a great uh, game that we have played before, but not for a little while. It's not even really a game, but we like to do trivia every night now and we then, do. and we thought we'd bring it back. Let's bring it. We're bringing trivia back. 
All right. So I'm going to go first. Okay. What appliance was originally supposed to be the time travel machine in Back to the Future? Oh. Mm-hmm. It wasn't supposed to be a DeLorean in the script. Mm, uh, was it supposed to be the skateboard? No. Appliance. Oh, appliance. A vacuum? <laughs> <laughs> Does that work? I don't know. How would a I'm vacuum work? I'm trying to think of things that could be altered to go 88 miles per hour. Well, maybe the 88 miles per hour concept came about when the DeLorean was introduced. Oh. So, yeah, think of before that. (laughs) I don't know, a blender. Fucked if I know, dude. I have no idea. A fridge. A fridge? Yeah, because you can get in a fridge. It's got a dial. You can go up to, got to get to... I don't know, negative 30 degrees Celsius. <laughs> Can you imagine if that went wrong and you didn't get to the exact temperature well, and you also, just fucking froze to death we all in a know, fridge? We all know that once you're in a fridge, you can't get out. So you end up in like 1832, but you can't get out of the fucking thing. You can't get out of the fucking fridge. This is yeah. That's dumb. I'm so glad they changed that. <laughs> that's the worst. <laughs> Back to the Future is my favourite movie. I love it when they get in the fridge. <laughs> The sequel's all about the freezer. It's awesome. Dumbest idea ever. All right. The spit-off Tell is me. called Esky. <laughs> yeah. Mini bar. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, Glenn, what was the song that Goose plays on the piano and sings in Top Gun 1? Great Balls of Fire. Yeah. Which kind of <laughs> leads back into what my segue was because you said I'm hot. I'm getting really hot and then it's Great Balls of Fire. and It's Fireball. Oh, goodness, goodness gracious, great fireballs. All righty. Cheers to that. <laughs> okay, so do you know the movie uh, The Usual Suspects? Do you know of it? Sure. You don't. I don't know. Okay, so the famous lineup sequence in The Usual Suspects, why were all the characters giggling like schoolboys in that scene? Oh, oh. So you had... On the Were end, they singing you had Kevin Spacey, Boys? Kevin Spacey, Gabrielle Byrne, Benicio Del Toro, Stephen Baldwin, and Kevin Pollock. And they're um, all giggling. Because Del Toro farted. Yep. Shut up. Yep. Shut up. I yep. did not get that right. So this scene was supposed to be, they're very serious because they're dragged into this um in this um police lineup. They don't want to be there, so they're supposed to be upset and angry. And yet, for the entire long uh, shoot, Del Toro for like seven minutes straight apparently just kept farting, and they That's couldn't keep a straight face. Hilarious! And, and the director decided, well, they're actually the laugh is on the cops, like you know, because these these guys don't give a fuck that they're there, and it worked. Uh-huh. But when you watch it, knowing that he just farted, the way they react to the farts because they take the farts out, obviously, obviously, yeah. But the way they're reacting and giggling, it's very obvious that's what's happened. Oh, my God. First of all, <laughs> yeah. I cannot believe I got that right. I know. <laughs> Second of all, that guy's a legend. But of all the actors you could have picked, there's like a lineup of like several. I just figured he's the most likely to drop your guts. <laughs> all right. You know? Cool. Um, Glenn, how long did it take for James Cameron to make Avatar? Oh, geez. Well, he's still fucking making it if you want to take the whole saga <laughs> into effect. Um, the first one. Just the I'm... first one, yeah. Oh, well, it depends if you're talking from conception to... I am. 12 years. 
you are really close. In total, it was 15 years. Okay, cool. So he was basically working on this when he was working on Titanic? Maybe. I mean, a lot of filmmakers have three or four projects in the works at any given time. But just seeing Titanic and Avatar in the same sort of brain space that he's working I on know. at the same time, just, that blows my mind. <laughs> he's lived in the Avatar space his entire career. It's Titanic that's the odd one out because you, right, look, at, yeah. you look at the Abyss and Aliens. True. There's stuff in Avatar that's in both of those. Mm, okay. Like, you know, in, in Avatar Sigourney Weaver, or not Sigourney Weaver, but the military have those big sort of robots that they sit in and they control. Yeah. That's Aliens. He's done that already. Oh. That's how they fight the aliens in these robotic things. Is exactly so that's him connecting his universes. Kind of. It's just his, it's just his brain, the way it works. And do you remember yeah. in Titanic when Rose was the old, the old Rose was in mm. one of those and she's fucking and she, like. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, she wasn't. No, they were in that little submarine. <laughs> I know, but I was like envisioning like Ripley from Aliens with little old lady. In robo oh. mode. <laughs> but I love where you went because you, you like you, you're not gonna look stupid because you are right, they are submersibles and all that kind of shit. Yeah. It all connects. Shut up. <laughs> Fucking hell. I should have stuck with the coffee. All right. <laughs> what item is seen in every scene of Fight Club? Soap or Starbucks? Coffee. Coffee. It's not yeah. necessarily Starbucks, but it's mostly Starbucks, but there's a cup of coffee in everything. Really? I knew it was something to do with that. Interesting. Yeah. I like how they think. Speaking of. Yeah. Coffee. Yeah. I live by coffee. If I've not had three by 10 a.m., then something's wrong. <laughs> yes, that's right. Mm. All right. It's the only way I function. True or false, Glenn? Edelweiss is actually a real Austrian folk song. Of course it is. Anulweiss, Anulweiss. Of course it is. Anulweiss. Okay. That's a different song that I was thinking of. <laughs> um, but that's false because it was actually written by Hammerstein for the movie. Uh, well, but it's a real song. Yes, but not a real folk song from Austria. Whatever. That's semantics. Whatever. That's semantics. Whatever. <laughs> I'll just let you have it because I don't care, but, like, come on. Come on. Well, I thought it was real as well, but it's not. Hmm. So. Another one for Chloe. (laughs) 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 Trying to make them really easy for you, okay? I didn't know that. That's interesting. I don't like Rogers and Hammerstein very much, so. There we go. All right. So, which characters from Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction are related? Related? Mm-hmm. Like the characters are related? Yeah, because Quentin Tarantino has his little universe, and he, a mm-hmm. lot of mo- there's about three or four movies where the characters are connected. So, which character from Reservoir Dogs is related to a character from Pulp Fiction? I reckon it's John Travolta's character is related to, um, Harvey Keitel's character. I can't. Is he Mr. White? He is Mr. White. Do you want to have another guess? Um, maybe. Oh, maybe Mr. White is uh, related to Bruce Willis's character, the boxer. <laughs> no. So, no? Okay. no. So it was John Travolta's Vincent Vega is related to Reservoir Dogs' Mr. Blonde, a.k.a. Vic Vega. Oh, 
the one that cuts his guy's ear off. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Madsen. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a scene in Reservoir Dogs. That's going to be my second guess. Seen in Reservoir Dogs where they're in the office and they're talking about jobs that have got to be done. Uh, they talk about Alabama character, like um, another character as well. That's from True Romance. Um, there's a there's a mm. lot of little interconnections going on. Love it. And he was supposed to, before he decided his final film was going to be the movie critic, which he's apparently making now, it was going to be um, a Reservoir Dogs pop fiction crossover with Michael Madsen and John Travolta teaming up as brothers. And that was apparently a script that he wanted to adapt. And then I think, if I'm not mistaken, somebody leaked that to the press. And because the story got out, he's like, fuck it. I'm not going to make it now. That's what you get for spoiling things, you know? Oh, I would have watched that so hard. (laughs) Anyway. God. People ruining shit. That is my four. All right. Well, speaking of Lord of the Rings. Which Lord of the Rings actor was allergic to all the prosthetics? Um, was it John Rhys Davies? Yes. Yeah. The one who had the most prosthetics. Yeah, that's right. I had read that. <laughs> he's got like my condition where he's allergic to the latex. Yeah. That sucks. It does for your husband. That really sucks. No, mm. well, for him having latex all over your face all day, that sucks. Sometimes you want your wife to walk out covered in it, so. Yep. Well, <laughs> prepare to be disappointed sometimes. Just have, to use, just have to stick with Glad Rap, like, you know. <laughs> well, Beggars I mean, can't be choosers. Don't give away my secrets all at once, Glenn. <laughs> Good old Jesus. All righty. That's it. <laughs> There's no news to, to wedge in between there, so we're going straight into the next game, which is called mm-hmm. Year of Release. And we've got two lots of uh, movies that we've got to arrange in the right order. Correct. I realise that when I'm, when I'm, like, influenced, under the influence, my hands talk a lot more. You become a hand talker. I do. I kind of am already, but. I like know. it. Mm. I like it. Jazz hands. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Jazz hands. Let's go. <sighs> Cannot take you anywhere. <laughs> this show has gone down the toilet. The That's toilet. Mm. All right. Ready? Yep. Okay. Which one came first? Me. <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> uh, I forgot my pad. Okay, go for it. Okay. Bed knobs and broomsticks. Yep. Torah, Torah, Torah. Yep. Deliverance. Yep. And Hello, Dolly. Okay, so we're going to go Torah, Torah, Torah. Hello, Dolly. What was the first one? Bedknobs and broomsticks. Bedknobs and broomsticks. Oh. No, we're going to go Tora, 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 Bedknobs and broomsticks, Hello Dolly Deliverance. We're going to go again. <laughs> Hello Dolly, Tora, 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 Bedknobs and broomsticks, Deliverance. Ding, ding, ding. Okay, don't ask me to say that again because I've forgotten already. <laughs> well, you got it right, so it oh, doesn't matter. Awesome. <laughs> Hands down, Deliverance freaked me out so bad. That little kid with the banjo. That's the least freaky thing in the movie. I know, but it still freaked me out. <laughs> yeah. I love it, though, and I'll listen to the banjo. It, it has a name, Banjo something on Spotify, and I'll listen to that. Just Julian, that. Julian Banjos. Julian Banjos, that's yeah. the one. It's a yeah. great piece of music. It's love a great, it. Great, great, great film, that one. I just love it. Squeak like a pig. 
<laughs> the worst part is not that. The worst part is his reaction is like, Ooh! <laughs> oh, I'm just picturing it now. I haven't been able to go back and watch it. <laughs> it's a masterpiece. Have I told you the the um, special effect in that movie that is really obvious when you've been told about it, about the night no. scene? So there's a scene where I think it's it's either John Voight or Burt Reynolds, one or the other, they're stuck on a cliff overnight like it goes dark but if you look at the dark sky behind them you can see a blue outline around the trees because they colored in the blue sky with like marker on the film because they shot it during the day whoa no right? way so back then when you had film and the film would run through like a light process so to make thing to make daylight dark you just colored in the blue sky but they couldn't go all the way to the tree because then you'd black out the trees like so they had to leave a tiny little blue trace around the trees which you can see on the film, unless you're watching like the Blu-ray and they've fixed it. But wow, interesting! I, I love that. All I love the that. trade secrets. All right. right. <clears throat> so, okay, put these in order: the Fugitive, the mm-hmm. Castle, Passion of the Christ, and Indiana Jones: The Last Crusade. Okay. Fugitive, is that the one with Harrison Ford? Yep. Okay. I'm going to go. Uh, mm, I'm going to go Fugitive. Mm-hmm. Last Crusade. Mm-hmm. Castle and then Passion of the Christ. Nope. Do you want to flip two around? Um, Fugitive and The Last Crusade? Oh, okay. So That's what I was going to so do first. Yeah. Indiana Jones came first in 89. Yep. Fugitive in 93, Castle 97, Passion of the Christ 2004. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good yeah. one. All right, my next one. Mm. White Fang. Yep. Encino Man. Yep. Uncle Buck. Yep. And Old Eddie Scissorhands. Uncle Buck first. So Uncle Buck, hang on, you had White Fang. What was the Encino Man? Um, so yeah. Uncle Buck, Encino Man, White Fang, and the last one, whatever that was. No. Edward Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands. Oh, okay. No, yeah. no, 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 no. So that was like 91, I think. So fuck me. Uncle Buck, Edward Scissorhands, White Fang, then the other one. Yep. Encino Man. Nice. Nice. Yep. You got it, This this is right now. This is purely drunk brain working because I know the years they're made. I'm trying to put the numbers in order Mm -hmm. and I don't do numbers well when I'm not drunk, but suddenly I'm like, (laughs) fuck, I can't even. You're like Rain Man with Fireball. (laughs) I'm the opposite of Rain Man. (laughs) One plus one is rabbit. (laughs) (laughs) The circle doesn't fit the square. (laughs) Okay. Ready? Yes. Encino. No, I'm not. I, I was going to repeat yours. Never mind. I was like, I think we only were going to do two. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not far off, actually. So let's go with. I'll just rejumble these a bit for you. Encanto. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Goosebumps, and I Tonya. Oh my god. Once upon a time in Hollywood. I Tonya. Goosebumps, Encanto. Nope, not even close. 
start again uh oh do you know every time i think about once upon a time in hollywood i think about that fucking selma hayek movie yeah who does that what's that movie a once upon a time in mexico yeah that's the movie i think about every time okay they're, they're kind of related all right so i tonya uh, what was the uh, Encanto? Once upon a time, Hollywood and Goosebumps. Uh, and Goosebumps. Okay, so I Tonya, Goosebumps. Once upon a time in Hollywood, Encanto. No, flip the first two. It's I Tonya. Sorry, um, Goosebumps in 2015. I Tonya in 2017. Hollywood oh. in 19 and Encanto 21. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. There we go. That's enough. That's enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you want to hear a joke to yes. end the show? Yes. It's got nothing to do with movies, though. Oh, okay. Um, but how do you weigh a chili pepper? How do you weigh a chili pepper? Should I pretend to guess or just let you tell me? Whatever you like. How do you weigh a chili pepper? I don't know. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. You are welcome. <laughs> I hear the music. <laughs> the music's here. It's time to wrap it up. <laughs> oh, well, for more horrible jokes, tune in next week. It's going to be a great one. <laughs> Chloe will uh, hand them to you on a platter. Uh-huh. I might even bring some good ones. So uh... I'm going to be good at something. <laughs> Stick well, to it. What's the difference between an egg and a beetroot? One makes me gag and the other doesn't. You can beat an egg, but you can't beat a root. (laughs) Alrighty, so please everyone go to goodmoviemonday.com, go to the Uplate tab, click that. It's got everything we do, videos, it's got the actual podcast, it's got links as well to all the social media that Good Movie Monday does, the other podcasts that we we do. And Chloe, it's been fun. Um, I don't know whether we should do the grog every single week or... I think we really should because... The hand gestures. For the last minute, it's been completely intentional. Are phenomenal. (laughs) (laughs) See ya. Bye.